So welcome to the show. We have a special guest today, a good friend and mentor of mine, Frederick Brim. He's worked with all the big brands, has 20 plus years experience in the industry, and is currently co-founded his own creative agency, Special Operations. Thanks for coming, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about where you guys are at right now. Uh, So Special Operations is a um, company I co-founded with a creative director friend of mine. Um, And uh, I think we're just shy of 20 people now. Um, and we, you know, we're, we're trying to approach this industry as a little bit of a hybrid of, uh, a production company and a creative agency. Uh, we do creative production post. We can kind of meet clients on any side of that. Uh, but obviously, uh, we like taking three bites of the apple. Well, I'm really excited to have you on because I think your perspective is going to be very helpful for clients and buyers to sort of prepare them to create a video and see what the what on the production and creative side they need to know before approaching uh, like a company like yourself. It changes for every client. Uh, I have to uh, realize what they're bringing. Uh, it's not just um, you know the budget. It is lived experiences. It is their daily life, their brand or their company or whatever it is that we're trying to do. They do have, you know, there may be some sort of thing that I think would be great, but actually what I think it would be great is not always the thing. Uh, it's, it's a little bit more about who they are. Uh, so I think going to any sort of client relationship the successful ones always are based in uh, an openness and honesty that you can build with that client. Um, without that, you it, it becomes a little like almost like I don't know. It can it can lead to animosity. It can lead to um, lack of trust. Like being able to talk things through with people is really important to me. Um, is definitely part of my process. I come from a production background, but I own a agency now, um, and uh, when you're doing these, like when you when you're going out to clients with this stuff, it's also like you put a lens of strategy behind it. You know, you set up a couple slides in your deck with some uh, some strategy, and all of a sudden, whatever idea is behind that strategy, like just clicks for the client a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, it's less of a hard sell at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, they you you set it up correctly. Um, that's been uh, a really nice way to get things through, you know? Um, and when you say strategy, are you sort of, uh, are you referencing other things or? Are yeah, you- you're showing what other things out in the world. You're showing, um, maybe you do a little bit of a research on whatever their company is and where they fit within the world. Uh, you line it up with trends. And honestly, like sometimes you write the strategy based on the idea too. It's like, mm-hmm. Uh, here's the, like, if this is the thing we're trying to create, here's why we think that needs to be this way. And you can, I mean, you can kind of make anything make sense in that way. (laughs) Um, uh, as long as you like, you know, back it up somehow. So, um, it's just like a, a a lens of, um, meeting, it allows you to like frame everything. So the client gets it in their world we can start talking about lenses and uh, camera moves and stuff. That's just going to be 
way over right. the head. Right, it doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah, matter, it doesn't you know? Matter. It's, um, concept. Yeah. it's concept, and then it's beyond that, it's also just like, where does this fit? Where does this work in the world, you know? Who, who's the audience, and how does a person, doesn't matter age, race, ethnicity, uh, gender, just how does anybody come across this thing, you know? So maybe, cause like, again, I think, uh, so I think that's probably one of the bigger questions, right? So like if a buyer's coming to you and they say like, we need a pro this product sold or we need something to get across, you kind of like, you need to know that, and forgive me if I'm putting words in my mouth, it's like, where's it gonna live? What platform is it gonna be used on? And then like, do you ask them, you know, do you already have creative? Cause I think that's another thing that a lot of, mm. uh, is like, is like, I think a lot of buyers or uh, a video and photo content in general, they, I think sometimes they're not sure if they need to already have an idea mm -hmm. ready or mm -hmm. if it's like, no, I'm hiring you to like, we, yeah. we, we have a spot, but yeah. we need your expertise yeah. to give you that. So I guess like just kind of paint a picture of what your ideal sure. scenario is if you got like an inbound. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, there's a lot of different level of ranges. There's a lot of different, uh, uh, points in this, in this journey that you can be, that you can find yourself on. Uh, you know, obviously it can be it when you have the, what I mentioned earlier about the, like building the like trusted relationships, mm -hmm. those trusted relationships where it, it becomes very fruitful, uh, is that they can actually come to you with like just a sliver of an idea or a concept, uh, or like say, Hey, we have a, uh, we'd like to do something really big around Valentine's day. And we can start to like concept around, around that, which is really fun. And it's very rewarding to like kind of see it through from beginning to end and almost like go through the, the creative process of, of generating ideas and uh, um, pitching concepts, like very like basic level sort of concepts, like really uh, for campaigns even, you know, it's like, and, and that's where it's like those relationships allow you to like iterate and build on, on your understanding of the brand, on your understanding of what they like, what they don't like knowing what their ecosystem that they live within are, is this a company that buys, do they buy a lot of billboards? Are they interested in billboards? Are they uh, going really heavy in TikTok? Do you, do you have some connection, someone that can, to someone who does something really interesting that you can profile for some branded content piece? Um, can you, you know, I think on that level, it's like, we always say it's like, a, um, uh, it's the, it's like the atom bomb effect of like, you know, throwing two electrons together and making something really big. It's just, it's as, as our role in the agency is to like be the uh, connector of uh, these electrons that can then make something bigger than an individual electron can do on its own. A lot of times you get, you know, there's something that comes to you with fully fleshed out creative approach to something um, with a media plan behind it. Uh, so they kind of know where this thing needs to live and they're kind of, you know, and that's, that's cool too. When that happens, it's actually pretty rare when that happens, but then they're kind of just looking for like the executor who can right. make the thing. Right. Um, and it's almost like the less, uh, like you really shouldn't get in the way of the, of their creative at that point. Mm -hmm. You can maybe elevate it but you should always kind of like realize that this is like something that's been put together for a reason, you know? Mm -hmm. um, 
sometimes it's tough because it's not good or you may not think it's good. So tell me about it. Give me an yeah, example yeah. of that. I might and, not be able to give you an exact example. And then um, tell me how you yeah. guys handled it or solved it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's sometimes, I, mean, I think sometimes it's like, it, it it's, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, there's three reasons to do any of these projects. It's either for the real, it's either for your wallet, or it's uh, um, for the relationship. And you're talking from a, a production company yeah, standpoint, yeah, yeah. not for the, yeah. Exactly. The so buyer. it's like, it's, it's uh, you know, sometimes you have to grin and bear it. But if it's not hitting any of those things, then you shouldn't do it, mm. you know? And you have to realize what that is when you get into it. A, a lot of uh, companies, they sometimes don't, mm, either want you to tell them the budget mm. or they have a budget in mind, yeah. but they also have an idea. And I think there's sometimes a disconnect where it is, I don't know if they're trying to save money and like not tell you what the budget is, yeah. but because video production range can be one man band where mm -hmm. it's under a grand or something, and then it can like obviously be, it can mm -hmm. be uh, you know, millions of dollars on, yeah. the, on the other end. So like if, if you're if you're like talking with a new client they don't have a relationship mm -hmm. with, are you hoping they already have a budget in mind? Or, or I guess yeah. the, maybe the question is like, should a buyer think more like budget first and then content or content first and then budget? Um, one thing that we in the production world are really good at that I think people who aren't in don't understand is the ability to break down any reference you send me. Mm. So if I don't know your budget, the first thing I'll do is ask for references. Right. Because then I can kind of gauge um, where your head is at with what you're trying to make and then be able to put an accurate, realistic number together. Like I had it uh, earlier this year where we had an inbound and they uh, referenced um, like a like an online, like a, like a credit card company you can like stick in your phone. They made yeah. this really nice video with it, but it has a seamless track backdrop and it was in a studio. Yeah. So they sent me that reference. And then I, you know, I asked like, okay, like what is your budget? And the budget was like one tenth of what I knew that yeah, cost. Yeah. So right away, within, you were able to have a conversation within three or four emails. It's like, this is what this costs. You're not yeah. going to be able to get this for that. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like, okay, well, I don't know what to say. And then I was like, we don't, and then we just part ways. Yeah. Well, but, like, but you dodged it, a bullet. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's also like, like, like if that's what you guys want, maybe come back. This is probably, what here, an estimate would cost. Come yeah. back once you maybe have some more funds exactly. or a bigger budget, exactly. and then let's talk again. Exactly. Um, or it's like it, it. You know, these people don't necessarily do what we do, or they actually don't. They, they don't. They, yeah. They, they 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 do things that we don't do. Right. <laughs> that are also really hard and yeah, uh, just like a little bit above our heads. It's yes. like when we're when we're talking to them, we're about you know they don't understand what we're saying. Right. Um, but that is the easiest way. That's almost like breaking down. Writing down, you know, I always do like the elements is my, like always a slide in my deck of like, what are the elements? So yeah, when we break down a yeah, reference. So what, yeah, so what's, what's, in a, what's in an elements page on your deck? So the elements are where I list out all the things that are in your film or in a film. Uh, this was an old trick that I learned from film school uh, from... This guy, George Stoney, RIP, uh, a legendary uh, documentary uh, film teacher. Animations, graphics, lower thirds, uh, uh, the title cards, the photographs, the 
uh, oh, we uh, we saw this verite footage of someone walking around, whatever. We see a, a studio shoot of whatever. Uh, music, sound design elements. Um, basically, it just gives you this list to be able to kind of like, it's basically you can watch anything and sort of think about it in those, in those terms. Um, and it sort of starts to paint a picture of what it's going to take to make something like that. Um, and that's sometimes even like when I'm pitching an idea, I start there too. I'm like, what are the things that are, what are my, what are my elements? What are my, the things that I can mix together in, in to tell a story? And the idea behind that is too, is like not just for reference creatively, but also probably like this costs a certain amount of money. This totally. costs a certain it's amount of money. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. And it's like, exactly. and, all the, and also I, I know sometimes it's like, uh, sometimes buyers or people, they, they see something, but they don't love all of it. Yeah. And then that way it's like, that's a cool way to, I feel like I almost itemize the visuals. So exactly. it's like, it's like, okay, yeah, I actually don't like those thirds, but I like this shot yeah. or I like this opening, but I don't exactly. like everything else. Yeah. It's uh, you can start to cross things off or, mm-hmm. uh, it's just a way to like talk about it in a way, instead of like talking about things on like the way it makes you feel or the way it, you know, uh, you know, that's our job to kind of make that happen. Right. Uh, it's more about just like the actual thing that's in it. And, uh, so in that same vein, how, how, what do you have any tricks for, uh, either for a buyer or for another production company to like foster creativity? Um, like, do you share references? Do you yes. push them to, uh, like I get, cause you mentioned like, you know, maybe sometimes like you want like tones or feelings or trying to get a part of it. Or yeah. I guess like how do you approach the creative process either with a client you yeah. know or I think even it might be more helpful as, a, as maybe a client or a buyer that you don't have an existing relationship and you're just meeting yeah, for the yeah. first Yeah, so time. no matter what, like pulling references is huge. There's a couple actually great um, uh, sites that I use now. I pay like the $8 a month or whatever for where you can like search through uh, uh, still frames from – Films and commercials. What's it called? There's two of them. Frame set and uh, fuck, I'll remember, remember that one in a second. Frame set. We need frame your set. sponsor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, frame set's good, and, um, and uh, one of the one that everyone likes is Eye Candy. You ever go to that website? Mm-mm. Uh, Eye Candy's amazing. It's just like a, uh, uh, it's it literally is just like every little film trick in the book. It sort of like has a list of them. And you can click it, and it shows you what it looks like. Oh, cool! So how how in depth does that go? Is it, that it's like pretty is, good. It, is it like pan tilt? Yes, it's like superimposition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Whoa, so that's really cool. Shot deck. shot deck, that's the one. Shot deck and and frame set. Those are the two accounts that I have. And then Eye Candy is also a great one. Oh, um, those are great. Those are helpful from. Uh, um, uh, it, honestly, it's like even like. Well, I feel like both ways, right? Like if you yeah. send it to the client and then you're like, what are the, what kind of shots you like? They can just show that and you're like, okay, they want this. And then if you're trying to show them what you're visually thinking. Honestly, I also use those tools for coming up with shots. Uh, uh, you know? Yeah. Like I'll start being like, okay, there's only, you know, I can start putting together a, a shot list for shooting a hamburger. There's What's only the most so many interesting ways. ways exactly. you can shoot So I, let, me, let me at least look at what else is out there, mm-hmm. and I can go on those websites and see. I can type in hamburger and see, you know, all the different ways. And do those websites, do they have, um, can you sh- search by item as well? It has everything. everything. I mean, the best is like, you'll love it. It's like you can type in like, you know, 
the type of lens that it's being used, if it's like a wide mm. angle or if it's multiple people focal or length, focal length, uh, all that stuff. Yeah. So it's like, sure. it has a lot of, uh, daytime, nighttime, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, uh, yeah. So those are, those are wonderful tools for, and those are like kind of new before it was a lot harder to find stuff, you know? Uh, right. You I'll, like screen grab something you like, maybe the, oh the man, whole. like the, the challenge for, for our type of business to use Pinterest is very hard. Yeah. Uh, Pinterest is yeah, not, yeah. I feel like Pinterest is effective when you're talking about maybe art department or, yes. or styling, like it's wardrobe, totally, you know, but when you're thinking about shots, because, no. because especially in a video format, the frames moving, the actions moving, you so can't if you really just like, have a still. Yeah. It yeah. Like it's good for maybe, yeah. Reference of, uh, type of, uh, talent or yeah, what you're saying, like if, uh, maybe they wear these types of clothes or it's this type of setting I can paint a picture, but for, uh, for the R world, it's like, I want to see like angles. I want to be able to search by the angle. I want to search by, uh, uh, yeah, focal length by daytime or nighttime, you know? Um, so those have been really helpful for, for my own approach and also for uh, selling through to, to, to people. And it, it's just helpful all around to have like a clearer picture of what you're trying to make. Um, I think that's like, that's something I also struggle a little bit with is like, um, sometimes it's like everyone likes when things are like very clear, but I also understand that sometimes that's also bad for the creative process. It's like a little limiting. It's it like limits. a funnel. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like having those very clear intentions and ideas are really important to sell an idea, but you also have to still be willing to just like chuck it all out the window at any moment, you know, uh, and, and allow for things to happen naturally. Um, like once you get your cast, once you're casted, once you have like, you're working with real people, once you see this location, like things can still move and change and, and, I think the hard part is if you sell through something that's too boarded, too scripted, too mm. uh, 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 like a certain way, that's the the client feels like that's they you know they that's what they bought. So if you change anything, it becomes a problem. So what's your perfect balance there? Because that's, that's an interesting. I, yeah, is that I, something you guys are you still work on all the time? All the time. Like you want it. You want you want your idea effectively uh, messaged, but you also don't want to limit yourself. Exactly, like when the things actually start to click in place. You know, this is a collaborative medium that we work in, so uh, it's that one person pulling references and and putting a shot list together and 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 boarding it out is just that's just one person. You know, things happen. Right, locations you, change, talent changes, or the talent. I think it's almost like the talent. Sometimes when you start seeing them on camera, or you start working with them beforehand and pre-pro. It's just they're bringing something else to it, you know, mm -hmm. that that elevates it or that changes it in a way that I think is, if you lean into it, is great. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't need to like tell them exactly how to say a line. They might read the line and say it a way that you would never think about, you know, and it's better than anything you could have thought about. Because right. you're not an actor, you know, right. and they are. Right. Uh, so that's uh, that's been like, and how how you translate that to the relationship with your client is hard, mm -hmm. and that's where the trust comes in. 
being able to, uh, if you can get to a point where they can just say like, all right, cool. Like if we just, like we understand what we're trying to make, but if we just trust the process, then we can like just hand it off, you know? And that's where the relationship building is. It's like, exactly. it might be like, okay, I, it's like, okay, I, I don't quite get this now, yeah, yeah. but I'm going to have faith in Fred and his years of experience and directing all these other things he's done that yeah. it's going to come on the other side really effective. That's what you hope. It doesn't always work that way. Yeah. Um, but that, that would be like an ideal. That's the ideal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is. That's just part of the process. And as I said, it's, it's a, it's, it's, it is a collaborative medium. So it's, uh, uh, you kind of have to be able to, you know, push and pull all the time. What should a client have prepared mm. when they come in and are asking to make some content? The most important thing is to have an understanding of what the in what the goals are, uh, because we can work backwards from that pretty easily. Uh, and then beyond that is maybe not a fully fleshed out, but at least some sort of an understanding of the uh, the media plan where the thing lives. You know, it could be. It could be a, a, a glimmer of an idea. It doesn't need to be the whole thing. Just some sort of understanding of where this thing would be. With social being such a big mm-hmm. part of our industry now and the, those different platforms, it's not, you know, it's not as limiting as TV and commercial. It's like TV, commercial, and social. Mm-hmm. What are the different considerations that you think a buyer should take into account when they're thinking of something that's going to be one 16 by nine on a web versus or a TV spot versus like one that's going to like a more of a campaign? Yeah. Because yeah, I know you worked with like the Olympics before and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's with the the campaign approach is almost everything now. Um, you know, the the idea of these like one offs is is uh, for an advertising perspective, it's like you have to be thinking of like how does this live within the ecosystem of this brand? You know, um, so everything while it may not be like a uh, uh, you're shooting a whole bunch of spots and making this a campaign. It's more like, where does this content live within this brand's ecosystem? The message of this brand, the goals of this brand, the the audience of this brand. Like, what's the? Uh, you're doing some TikTok for you know some influencers or something. Like, does it make sense to do that? I think also with these new platforms, it's like sometimes I find that clients are looking to put. Uh, round pegs and square holes or square pegs and round, whatever it is. Uh, it's, yeah, we're it's, not good with metaphors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not really doing the metaphors. We're not doing the metaphors. Do well today. Uh, the, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's just because you can put it on TikTok or, or whatever, like, does it need to go there? You know, um, there's actually, uh, you know, when you look at something like a TikTok, there's actually like a, there's a way that, uh, you can do it that makes sense. And a lot of times it doesn't involve people like you and me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the people on their cell phones making something. It's that authenticity. It's that real connection to something. That's what you can do on TikTok for a brand that makes sense. So is that something that you guys as a production company are taking on now? Because I think a lot of buyer or like or, or should a production company take on the social aspect of things? Uh, I think it's important if, to have. To clarify yeah. if it's under, if it's like being shot from a cell phone. Yeah. And it's yeah, supposed yeah. to have sort of a raw. Or yeah. So I think it's, uh, I think you can, it's definitely not worth it. <laughs> uh, you're not going to make any money doing it. 
But what you can do is build your relationship with the client. It can build your understanding of that space. Uh, having connections into that weird influencer world or knowing how to navigate it or knowing how to uh, tap into it, knowing how to talk about it, knowing how to sell it is important um, nowadays. Yeah, so online video, OLV, it's the same thing as a commercial. It's the same thing, 6, 15, 30 horizontal video that, but like instead of running on TV, it runs on platforms like Hulu or on, uh, you know, the set-top boxes that people have, like Apple TVs and Roku's and stuff like that. Um, and it's essentially just the same thing. Uh, the reason that it's very exciting to me is that it's actually, um, you can target it way better, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, uh, we give all our information to all these companies, whether you know it or not. Uh, and uh, you can now make a commercial that doesn't just play at some weird times on random shows or whatever. It's like you actually have real-time data of uh, where these things go. And why is that? Is that because ads are so segmented now or like... Or, or it's uh, because it's, be- it's the, the medium of, of OLV, of online video. And for those that might not know, what's the difference between online video and like cable? It's very different. Well, so cable's a one-way stream. Mm-hmm. It is you are uh, putting something out into uh, uh, a broadcast signal, and then it goes out, and you get nothing back. They have the Nielsen reports, but those are like some grandmas, I guess, that are responding to those things or something. I don't know. Well, it's also um, like <laughs> how many people were in that household. Exactly. Or, right. Like. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. still. Yeah, but like with the uh, um, with OLV, I think it's like you just get you just you know the viewing habits of everybody already. Mm-hmm. You know as much information about the person who signed up for it as possible. You can get really targeted. When you're thinking through like campaign level stuff, it's really fun to think about those things where it's like, what if we you know, just want to hit someone in this marketplace at this time? Or um, you can almost like build campaigns a little bit more like geographically. So Fred, as we wrap this up, man, what is the one thing that you wish you could have told your uh, your younger self? What well, what do you wish you would have known years and years ago? I would tell my younger self to be bolder with your ideas, to uh, realize that there is no perfection in anything, and that your own experiences, your own life uh, is what will inform you on everything that you want to make. Your perspective is valid and not just valid. It's probably like, I mean, you have a a complete understanding of it, you know, if you think about it. Um, uh, If you analyze it, you you, you can see where you fit into a bigger picture. And that understanding of that bigger picture and where you fit into it is, uh, is, is your unique factor of what you're selling. You know, I think sometimes the, the rat race from a production company standpoint is you, you just want to show them your own work because yeah. you're like, it's like a proof that you've like done yeah, this. Yeah. But sometimes I, if I, if I, even if you haven't done something, but you've seen it done before somewhere else, you can be like, 
I want to make this for you. And she was like, I would rather see the aspirational stuff that yes. we've already done before. Yeah. And, and I'll just trust that you'll be like, this is possible and, and here's yeah. why. And then that gets them excited because it might be not, it might be something that they never thought of themselves being able to do or something that yes. would be a good effect for them. Ag- agreed. I mean, it is like uh, we don't sell things that are off a shelf, as I said. It, you know, right. we're, not, we're not selling something that's that's uh, uh, mass produced. Yeah. You know, everything's very bespoke. So you're not the people buyers aren't coming to you and getting packages. Exactly, they're getting a bespoke for yeah. their specific need. I mean, maybe for like a wedding, if you were shooting a wedding or something, that would yeah. be uh, people That'd want a certain good. thing. You yeah, know, right? Uh, but for uh, for a lot of things, it's yeah. There there should be some aspiration to it, mm-hmm. um, unless the idea is like unbelievably uh, straightforward. You know, right? We need headshots. Like, there's a certain like right. I don't need someone to like reinvent the headshot, <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, but you might want, you know, if it, it, depending on the ambitions of the client, what their goals are. Um, yeah. It's like, it's cool to think big. And lastly, as someone who's got a pulse, you know, on the, on, Hope on so. the industry, <laughs> <laughs> do future forward thinking, this is where, where do you, where do you see the industry headed yeah, yeah. in like branded content, commercial content? So, Every agency is is a production company. Every production company is an agency. I think that's I think the the uh, that's just the way it's going to be. It, everything is very doable for people to kind of figure out now. You know, um, you don't need to have a relationship with the with Panavision anymore to like make something. You know, uh, you don't need to have uh, the you know you can you can make pretty great stuff uh, in all sorts of different levels um, if the idea is clear. Mm. You know, and I think that's what the agency side kind of does is clarify ideas. So the best thing you can do in a as a production company is to work on clarifying your ideas. Uh, and obviously, you're you're probably a little bit biased at being a owner of a production company, or I guess you guys are an agency now. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think that's I think that's what's going to be. You're going to see that on on I mean, that, the that, hybrid is there. I mean, it's like uh, Tool of North America, the largest production company repping the best commercial directors out there. Uh, they have in-house creative directors now, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they, and that's, a, I think that's everywhere. That's, you know, and, and, and every agency you can see, you know, wine and Kennedy, BBD, all these places have studios in their facilities. Now they have, uh, uh, post-production houses that they that they own or and, or, and or be, work within within and to be clear you're not talking about an in-house like videographer you're talking about like a creative agency that has creative people a studio built in yes. with production built in and then also a post they can take you from like a to yeah C, so we do that that's yeah. what we do i mean that was like our, our 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 company's goals from the beginning was creative production and post is offering mm-hmm. them all in a in a um one-stop shop one-stop shop but like also pretty bespoke and we're, we're it doesn't need to be this gigundo you know uh uh organization with you know a huge c-suite you mm-hmm. know uh, i've got one business partner and the two of us do a lot all the money most of the work you know right uh, obviously yeah. we have a lot of pe- really talented people that work for us too but that's uh in the end we're the ones that kind of like we're not just I've, we're I've not had, we're not C-suite guys that just like I've seen you yeah, on yeah, shoots. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. I've seen we're not you the, in uh, action. We're not the, in the field. The, we're not the the faceless, you know, C-suite. It's uh we're kind of rolling up our sleeves a lot. So 
So for uh, so if you were gonna if so like when would you recommend uh, a company or a buyer looks for the traditional system where it goes hire a creative agency, they hire a production company, and it goes down. Or when yeah. when should a client look for something smaller, more bespoke, or a one stop? So I this is where it gets really tricky because people only know what they know, and that's where the relationships matter. Mm. Um, they will go to whoever they know and trust. You know, um, I don't think anyone has ever bought a big ad campaign by typing in creative agency into Google, you know, right. uh, like it's not right. how it works. You know, it's right. not, that's not how you there's don't, too much at stake to, or the, it's, 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 you know, you, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't get in a position to make that decision <laughs> yeah. if you didn't have already established relationships. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like it's not, what we're selling is not something that you just go on Amazon and buy, mm-hmm. you know? Right. This is and shows up two days later. Like this right. is something that is uh, uh, completely relationship based. Right. Which is also, I think, something that like when I think there are two different sometimes. Yeah. There's a different level of of budgets where you're looking to just buy a, a, a product and then yes. you're looking to. Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, and that, that 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 works. It's like yeah. If I was gonna, I if I was gonna get a, a a wedding photographer, I would probably type. I, that's somewhere where you could type in. Wedding photographer and or like, like look through corporate some, video. It's like yeah, I yeah. want I want ten photos and a two cam interview setup. And then, a lot of times, I mean, a lot of times it's like the work that you have out there. Someone might see it and then they'll con- try to find out who made it and then contact you that way. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's something we're trying to do, especially in the corporate space. Is like not it's like not a package deal. You can make the most banal corporate video. Yeah, maybe very interesting and fun, <laughs> authentic. You yeah, know? exactly. And, so. and people see that now. I think right. that's also another piece of advice I would give is um, today's uh, today's audiences, today's uh, consumers, today's viewers of media, consumers of uh, just literally people who consume media, um, they're a lot smarter than you think. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes clients will uh, will not understand that. And I think that's where, like, the today's audiences are sophisticated. We talk about like authenticity. You talk about those like corporate videos. Mm-hmm. No one's watching those. Yeah, unless there's a sense of realism unless, to them. Unless there's a reason. Unless right. they're good. Mm-hmm. Unless there's something for them. Right. You know, you can't just be patting yourself on the back. In the end, they kind you kind of have to be a little vulnerable. We did some projects with like this quantum computing company. Yeah. And. I mean, these guys are either like, I mean, they're literally the smartest people in the world. Mm-hmm. Is there a fun way to like showcase even that a little bit where it's like ask them a question that stumps them, you know, or like mm-hmm. you can kind of come up with some fun things that are like uh, showcases that that personality rather than just like try like the, this force thing of like trying to sit them at a desk and ask them questions. It's like these people don't operate that way. Right. You know, right. Um, uh, I grew up in Princeton and then there's like a. Uh, an ice cream store that has uh, a picture of Einstein eating ice cream. And I always thought that was amazing. Just like, here's this guy that you think of as like the most, you know, he was one of the smartest guys ever in, in human history. And he's just there <laughs> eating an ice cream cone. Right. Like, you always see him yeah. doing a mathematical problem. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, no, the dog had to eat too. <laughs> the guy loved, he loved his ice cream shop. You know, right. like that's awesome. Like mm-hmm. that's like just mixing the idea of like he's, whatever, he's, whatever, he's whatever human. these clients think they are, like, Let's see what you know. Let's see what you know.